Alright folks, thanks again for joining us for the General Knowledge Podcast. This is uh, Season 2, Episode 13 uh, for this one. Powering along with the uh, with the podcast and the, and the listens. I was about to say the views there, but I mean the, the listens. The downloads are going quite well. We're currently sitting... Uh, we've re- broached the uh, the 17,000 download mark for, for the show so far, which is awesome. And... Uh, the pod—I mean, the podcast we did you know, a fortnight ago, lads—is currently sitting at 506 downloads just for that episode alone in, in two weeks' time. So that's awesome. It's getting out there. We've had lots of um, comments, lots of new subscribers through Podbean. Um, we're getting emails all week from from our listeners and from uh, people who are following what we do, giving us hints and tips and stuff. So I'll cover a few of those later on. And a little bit of a shout out to uh, to one of our uh, listeners, Andrew, who's um, actually. Um, he's sent us a few comments and a few links and he's also joined up on our Patreon account as well so I just wanted to remind folks out there that if you wanted to support the show and the website and everything else we do you can actually join on as a patron um, there are links on the realnewsaustralia.com website page uh, down the bottom just click on the Patreon one and there's a couple of tiers in there where you can uh, join up two folks and support uh, what we do uh, and take the show to new heights uh, as uh, as we do, that's that's the only way I guess I'm looking to do things specifically on the RNA side of things. Ethan's got his own membership subscriptions and content that he provides for listeners out there, um, and I think he's going to touch on one of those a little bit later for us and give us a bit of an insight. Hopefully, it'll it'll wet your whistle there, uh, listeners, and you'll want to join up over there at TOTT News and become a member and support the awesome work that Ethan does. Speaking of which, Ethan, how are you going, brother? Thanks for joining the show. Yeah, thanks, General. Thanks for that introduction. I'm I'm looking forward to having some some great chats today. Get away from the COVID uh, nineteen hoaxery that's just been you know it seems like it's been an infinite loop of us talking about it. So I'm looking forward to today's episode. Yeah, something different for this one, folks. So it'll be good. It'll be quite interesting. I'm hoping everyone out there uh, enjoys the show. And if you do, please um, support us uh, for doing so. Andy's also with us. Andy, how you going, mate? Thanks again. Andy came over my place uh, last night with his missus, and we had. Had a few drinks and dinner and played some pool. Uh, it was a good night, actually. Did you have a good time, Andy? Hey, brother. Yeah, always, always have a good time. It was good to get good to get together and, um, you know, uh, you know, like um, enjoy some time and um, mm. watch the helicopters circling above your house. It was awesome, <laughs> man. Yeah, really cool. I'm actually I'm sinking Did you, did you, did you social distance? Did, did you we, social distance? We, we Absolutely, tried. man. Yeah, we're right into that. We're right into make sure. social distancing. Yeah, I've got to yeah, make yeah. sure I check for the authorities, mate. I'm just uh, uh, writing no, my report now. No, you're right. You're right onto it. Yeah. Uh, I heard somewhere that we're, we're like they're like uh, thinking not in Australia but in Europe, some countries in there are thinking about giving commissions for you know successful uh, fines that have been you know waged against their fellow citizens so um i'm wondering when the uh, the powers to be in this country will be introducing such a scheme yeah well i mean they're they're introducing schemes for um for uh hospitals and things in the u.s for saying that they've got patients with covid19 over there you know what i mean like if a, if a patient comes in with covid19 they the hospital gets something like you know um, eighteen thousand dollars or thirty nine thousand dollars per COVID nineteen patient. You know what I mean? So it's like a money spinner. It's like an incentive for them to say that they've got COVID nineteen. So I'm sure they're trying to work out some sort of incentive for dobbing in people here in Australia as well. It wouldn't surprise me to be honest. Um, but anyway, thanks for joining us for this one, and I'll just read through. Uh, we do have a special guest for this episode, episode thirteen of the General Knowledge Podcast. 
Born and raised in Brisbane, Australia, Danny Searle is a highly successful spiritual guidance counsellor with a background in spiritual psychology and over 20 years' experience. Psychic since the age of six, uh, Searle has worked as a tarot reader and meditation instructor. He has run workshops on spiritual development and even cleared homes of negative entities. In his early 20s, he underwent a series of -of out-of-body experiences that revealed the intricacies of the spirit world. In 1998, Searle was featured on the popular ABC program Australian Story, which led to the additional television, print and radio interviews. He has provided personal spiritual counselling and readings for high, uh, several high-profile celebrities. And in 2013, he qualified as a Psych-K practitioner, a discipline combining the sciences of psychology and kinesiology. Searle produces Path to Ascension, a popular YouTube series that boasts over 4.6 million views. And appearing today on the General Knowledge Podcast to join in the conversation on current events and to share his inside uh, knowledge on the sinister side of what's happening beneath our feet. Danny Searle, welcome to the General Knowledge Podcast. Hi, General Maddox and Anthony and Ethan. Lovely to be here with you guys today. Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us, man. It's good to have you. Uh, Andy's spoken very highly of you, and he's uh, got got into my ear a couple of days ago and said, we've got to get this guy on the show. I'm like, all right, man, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. It's good to have someone, a uh, fellow, fellow Brisbaneite uh, on the show with yeah, us as well. Yeah, it's us three lads. That's rare are, for me. Yeah, we all live in we all live in Brisbane as well. So there's no no talking about you know time differences and trying to work out overseas no. show times and all that sort of crap. We've, we're we're all local boys here, so it's awesome. Yeah, we've got the same helicopter over our heads. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that, blue, that blue and white thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. I was actually yeah, showing was just... uh, Andy and his missus some pictures just last night when uh, he was over our place and. Uh, I took some photos and put them up on our Facebook page of a, a helicopter that was basically zigzagging across the sky, uh, I think it was maybe two weekends ago, and uh, had a very interesting particular look like a, a radio-type array underneath the uh, helicopter itself, like it was sweeping and picking up uh, radio signals or something over, over all the homes around Logan area, so it was quite interesting. I, I shared those as well, and it was quite, yeah, it was very, I'd never seen something like that before. It definitely wasn't some sort of spraying apparatus because uh, it, there was no tanks or anything uh, on the helicopter as well. It was just this radio antenna looking thing that was quite wide and it, it sat underneath. So, yeah, there's some pretty sus things going on. I reckon they're listening to everything we're doing, or we know they're listening to everything we're doing, but um, if they're going to listen to today's episode, I'm really hoping that they find out uh, that we know quite a lot of information about what's really going on. And that's kind of why I also wanted to get uh, you on the show as well. That's why Andy sort of pressed so hard to, to get you on today's show because, uh, look, he says he's got you've got some uh, some good inside knowledge, and uh, we want you to basically share some of that with us today. I mean, uh, a lot of us I haven't actually posted too much of this on our own Facebook page, nor on the Real News Australia um, website because I haven't really been able to to lock anything down with any kind of hard evidence and all that sort of stuff. But I am in actively in uh, a lot of groups on Facebook and social media that are really paying attention to all this. I guess it's called still called this Pizzagate business with all the you know the, the satanic ritual abuse of children and all that sort of stuff that's happening all around the world. And you know we've even seen articles coming out of uh, Australia. I think the ABC posted one up not too long ago with regards to uh, some uh, like a, a child you know um, pedophile pornography ring that was busted as well here in Australia, and it was part of a almost a global. Um, initiative i guess to try and end this ring and there was a whole bunch of people arrested and 
you know, there was, um, I think, children as young as two months old that were saved and rescued from this just in here in Australia alone as well. So um, this stuff is going on. It's it's happening. It's not really meant, you won't see it on the six o'clock news. You won't see it, you know, in news bulletins, all sorts of stuff. You'll get it in a, a little, you know, an article might pop up on your news feed or that's about it. All you'll see it on in online news media and they're not really talking about it, which is to me that says something and we want to kind of bring that information to light and um, I guess even if it's not um, anything we can substantiate with hard evidence which I really do want I kind of want hard evidence to be able to prove that this stuff is happening and all that sort of stuff but look at the very least it should be talked about and um, I was kind of hoping that you can maybe lead the way on that one for this one Danny and we'll chime in I guess with some yeah. questions and all that sort of stuff in the, uh, in, in the breaks if that's okay with you yeah sure Right, Go for it. What do you want to discuss first? Well, Andy, I'll, I'll let you. Um, Andy, what do you do? You well, want to bring up first, mate? I just our, our me and Danny's um, conversation off, off air the other day. Like you know, myself in general, we're we're very very intrigued with this warfare that that is going on underground in the US that we know of. Um, there's lots of alternative information that's that's coming about about this this massive um, you know war going on um, you know uh, underground in New York and and other places and and both myself and general we've never really been able to put a finger on like you know quality information that's that's coming out from there it's all, all very very covert sort of stuff so my con my conversation was with Danny the other day was fascinating in regards to this topic so um so yeah so basically my you know my my question to to Danny is is uh, you know how many soldiers are involved you know like where is it like what's going on what what's the um, battle strength of the enemy and uh, how long has it been going on for and how long is it expected to go on for um, and and also I mean I understand this is a US thing is this also happening you know in other places in the world like the UK and maybe even in, in Australia or, you know, like what's what's going on, Danny? Okay, well, start from the beginning. Um, this has been going on for quite some time, as you're probably aware, the whole pedophile ring around the world. And, you know, I was doing uh, talks probably 20 years ago and I was saying back then that the world really is run by pedophiles, by satanic pedophiles. And, of course, back then people would laugh at me and go, oh, you're a nut. But guess what? It's all coming out now. Now, uh, anyone that's interested, I wrote a long article just recently, published it on Facebook, you know, got it shared around uh, a lot of times, basically on the Podesta brothers. So if you want to know if this is real or not, read that article because in there I give you a lot of good links, a lot of good resources to find out and a lot of good evidence. And how we know they're pedophiles and, and caught up in all this stuff, okay, um, they were basically open the houses up to these fancy magazines, right? You know, these home with the celebrity sort of magazines. And they took all these pictures and they proudly displayed all of these grotesque and horrible paintings and sculptures that they have in their homes. Mm, so that made everyone... Yeah, exactly, right? Then then next thing we know, the Pizzagate uh, emails came out and, you know, and they're talking about spirit cooking and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, that's where it all sprang from, I guess. But prior to that, President or then candidate Trump, Mr. Trump, they were trying to get him to run for president for probably two years, and he didn't want to do it. He wasn't interested, right? The guy was rich, successful, was last thing he wanted. But it was his wife, Melania, 
they showed her and then later him a movie, and the name escapes me now, but uh, Serena, Serena. It, it's basically about um, sex trafficking that goes on between the border of Mexico and America. Mm. And the latest Rambo movie, I don't know if you've seen the latest Rambo movie, you know, where he's an old man. Again, yeah. it... It covers this subject where his young niece or whatever she is gets abducted and turned into a you know sex slave, and he has to go and rescue her. So there's movies coming out that actually show you exactly what's going on without telling you exactly this is what's going on. Well, look at the, 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 the Liam Neeson one, yeah. the, the Taken movie was basically the same thing. You know, yes, pinching exactly. girls to turn them into sex slaves. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they dope them up with heroin and just rent mm. them out basically mm. until they die, and then they just get another one. So that's really what started all this. So eventually he watched that movie and that shocked him. He was like, oh, my God, I didn't know this was going on. Then they showed him everything and that was it. He decided to go in. It wasn't just that, but that was like the final thing to make him sign up for the job. So it's Melania Trump that's been really driving and pushing the rescue of the children. She loves children. She's very big into children. She is really a real light within the White House. She gets a lot of... um, she doesn't get recognition for what she deserves, you know, the work she does in the background, but she's not looking for recognition, so whatever. But the point is she's really driving it. So what happened was the first thing they did with uh, General Milley and a few other guys, they had to do an analysis. That took them nearly 12 months to do the analysis. And when they did that, that's when they discovered Epstein Island, and that's why Epstein got rearrested and all that sort of stuff. Yes, he didn't kill himself. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no way did he kill himself. <laughs> no, that's right. But that, that's how you know how desperate the deep state is to cover this up. But then we managed to get another one, which was um, Harvey Weinstein, and he sung like a bird, like literally. So he's dogged on everyone. So that's good. Anyway, so they got – first of all, how it started was Trump handpicked they were veterans, right? Veteran Marines, um, SEALs, Green Berets, any special forces from any field, including SWAT team members, right, from the cops, who were retired, basically signed up to become the pedophile hunting posse. That's basically what they were. And Trump had to pay for this out of his own pocket because if he had gone through Congress, it would have got oversight. And as we all know with the Democrats, as soon as, you know, they find out that this group's going to go and raid somewhere, you know, in this town, well, they would ring him up and say, hey, get out of Dodge, right? They're coming for you. Because the Democrats are all tied up with this deep state, this trafficking, mm. open borders, all that sort of stuff. Look, they really are. Just look at the Clintons, for example, and everyone should realise exactly. yeah, they're deep involved in that sort of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, I could talk for two days on Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <but I won't. laughs> um, yeah, well, that's, that's correct, right? So so basically Trump has paid for this out of his own pocket. And if you wonder if that's true or not, look at his bank balance before he went to office. He was worth, I think, $4.6 billion. He's down to $2.3 billion. Why? Because he's funding this operation out of his own pocket. It got to the point but about 12 months ago that they were overwhelmed, they didn't have enough people, but also they needed to train up Marines. Marines are probably very early in Trump's presidency. They're the only force out of the Army, Navy, Air Force. Uh, Air Force. They're the only ones that 
absolutely have dedicated their loyalty to Trump. And they even did a special little ceremony, which I'm pretty sure is still on YouTube, where they show that ceremony, where they, they vowed their absolute loyalty to him. You can't trust any of the other forces. I'm not saying all of them are bad, but just, you know, they had some key people within those forces bad, um, particularly the Navy. Navy's sort of a, a, a group under their own sort of thing. They just sort of do it their own thing. And, of course, the CIA aren't even part of the American government anymore. They're just their own little world under themselves. Mm. So he can't trust the CIA, can't trust the FBI. So he had to handpick these guys, pay for them out of his own pocket. So in the first, I don't know, year, to maybe 13, 14 months, they arrested 70,000 uh, pedophile ring operators all over America and into Mexico. He did a deal with the Mexican government to um, assist them, and they've been fantastic. They've been helping. Uh, you would have seen recently, too, um, Pompeo came out and said that they've just done a, a deal to shut down these drug cartels, you know, like shipping drugs out of Mexico into America and doing all this. That was really, uh, he was really shielding. Yeah, they want to get rid of drugs, but the drug cartels, that's one thing they do. The other thing they make more money on is the, the sex trafficking, yes, right? The coyotes, the people smuggling. Yeah. yeah. So then they, Pompey even brought out a story where he said, oh, we rescued this young girl from Guatemala and it was awful and, you know, worse than death and all this sort of stuff. So they are slowly introducing this idea to the people. They can't just come straight out and say it. The reason is because we know for a fact now that there's, I don't know, probably 70 to 80% of all Washington, D.C., just Washington, D.C., is tied up in this, right? It's how they compromise people. It's how they control you. Um, and we you spoke, might go and, just before just, I'll just yeah. interrupt you there. We've spoken about that before on, this, on the podcast and um, in various episodes. That that's how they put these people in power. That's how you know prime yes. ministers, presidents, you know um, premiers, and all that sort of stuff get elected because these people are compromised. Therefore, they get put into a position of power so that they can be used as a tool to do the bidding of like. whoever's handling them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's why they can't come public. So what they're doing is, it's, and I made this up myself, right? People don't really understand it, but I call it the Rommel option, Rommel. So Erwin Rommel was a famous general from World War II in Germany. He was one of Hitler's favourite generals, but he got caught up in the assassination attempt to blow up Hitler. But they made a movie about it. Um, anyway, so because uh, of the embarrassment Hitler gave Rommel an option. He said, you can either kill yourself and we'll give you a state funeral and you'll be a hero and, and your, your, your wife and your child will be looked after. But if you want to take this to court, we will absolutely destroy you and your wife and child will be destitute. You'll rot in a prison or go up against the wall, you know, and you'll be shamed, we'll, you know, and they'll make up all the stuff about him. So that was the option he was given. And so he, he took the option to shoot himself in the head, which he did, and, you know, it was honest and he gave him his state funeral. That's sort of what Trump's been doing. He doesn't want to have public hangings and he doesn't want to have these big, long, drawn-out trials. So he's giving these people an option, either just shut your mouth, stop doing it, keep your head down and we'll just let it go. Otherwise, you know, we're going to drag you in and you'll probably be executed. So a lot of people... Wonder what happened to John McCain? Was he executed? Did he die? He was given the Rommel option. That's what he was given. Um, he took his own life. He wasn't executed. He took his own life because people don't know John McCain was really bad, really bad. Um, 
all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah I've looked <laughs> so into McCain's in the past. Yeah. So anyway, my background, I have a background in the military. I was in the Australian Army. So I've got some very good uh, friends who still serve in different militaries around the world, and some of those military people are in America, who've got a good intel about all this stuff. And this is where I get this stuff from. I don't read it on the internet, and I certainly don't make it up. I talk to these guys regularly. So just regularly, they um, we were speaking probably, I don't know, three or four days ago, and they told me how, how the operation was going. And, you know, it's going better than expected, but they did lose 1,200 Marines. Uh, three and a half thousand were injured, you know, as in out of action injured. They started with 6,000 um, with 2,000 in reserve. They had them on six months training, specialised training for underground operations because it's a real art form. It's, you know, you couldn't just get a normal person and send them underground and say, you know, go and do it. You just have to look at uh, Vietnam. They had the tunnel rats. I don't know if you've heard of them. But in Vietnam, they had specialised scouts that would go down into those Viet Cong tunnels because it's a real skill set to mm. do that, right? And they've got to, you know, wear um, night vision goggles. And I've worn them myself. It's difficult to wear them and, and still function normally, believe it or not. People think you just put them on, you can see everything. It's not like that at all. You got no depth perception whatsoever. Well, I mean, you, so lose your, whole, you lose your peripheral um, vision too, don't you? You do. Yeah, absolutely, you do. Yeah. yeah, but like you can be walking along and you think it's a shadow on the ground, and the next thing you fall down a hole that's six foot deep because you got no depth perception whatsoever. So you know, it, there's a, it's a real skill set to learn. That's why it took them six months. So now they've finally taken over. Again, if you follow my um, Facebook. I don't really cover this so much on my YouTube, only because it's happening. I, I find out one day, you know, I'll find out yesterday, so I'll just announce it on YouTube, uh, on Facebook, because it's quicker. But I did specifically put posts up there saying the Marines are launching a major operation. I gave the exact date that it was going to happen, and sure enough, it happened. And then it all coincided with this COVID-19 nonsense so basically, you would have seen the two ships that they brought in. They were to look after the um, the victims that they were rescuing. Uh, the ships are full now. That's why they've moved out. And to the point where they've had to, they took down a hospital in New York. It was an army hospital that they built with 3,000 beds. Mysteriously, it didn't have one COVID patient in it. So they said, oh, we're going to pull it down now and go back home. But no, they actually needed it to look after all these victims. So it's ongoing. Is it around the world? No, it's not. Trump is leading the way. This is a Melania Trump initiative. They're hoping the rest of the world will um, will join in. They did, oh, sorry, they did get assistance from Putin and Xi Jinping. They're the only two world leaders that I know of that have actually at least said, yeah, well, we won't block you, you know, we won't stop you. If you chase them into Russia, you're welcome to them. Or if you chase them into China, you're welcome to get them. You know, there's been no sort of um, problem there. As far as they are cleaning up internally, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Um, so, yeah, that's basically where we're at. I did uh, manage to get a, an image from them and put it on my Facebook. I think Andy's probably seen it. Of some of the guys underground uh, all kitted up, tactical. Um, there's also a video I posted which had pictures that were leaked out as well. 
the idea is one of my jobs, if you like, a part of this Intel group, is to feed the population, like to drip feed people and get them used to the idea. Because the last thing they want is to just dump this whole mess into the open. It would traumatise people. It really would. And I can tell you now, I'm affected by it. I've seen some horrible things in my life, but this stuff, this kid stuff, is gut-wrenching. It is gut-wrenching, right? So, I, you know, every time I get it, I've got to sort of take a moment to compose myself and think, right, this I'll put up, that I won't put up just yet. So it, it's a process of educating the people, getting them used to the idea. I mean, you think about it, if you found out that our government, that 70% of our current government were all worshipping some ancient Babylonian god called Moloch and they're sacrificing children to it. I mean, you know, that would just, that's too much for most people to take. So. Well, I think they wouldn't believe it. It would be, it would fall no. into the category of disbelief for a lot of people if that, <laughs> I guess, would would just all of a sudden, like you said, just be dumped on the population. Uh, you know, everyone yeah. receives all this, they, they're seeing it. Um, you know, would they believe it? I, I, I think um, an element of disbelief or they just, they would then start going, oh, fake news or, you know what I mean? I guess yeah, it's totally. hard for people to cope with, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't know if you watch, uh, you know, I'm more into American politics and Australian politics, only because Australian politics is just a joke, right? And our politicians, in case you didn't know, don't have any power whatsoever, right? They're dictated to by powers that be that aren't from Australia. Their main bosses in Australia is the Rothschild banks and, and the miners, um, but I won't get into that now. But anyway, in America, they're about to drop some indictments, unseal some indictments. So I thought we would have seen that this week, but this week's over, so maybe next week. But guys like um, John Brennan, who was the ex-CIA boss, he's the one that launched this um, crossfire hurricane, they call it, which was the operation to take out a duly elected president, i.e. President Trump, with the Russiagate business. So all that's about to drop. Um, and all these guys are tied up with the pedo-gate stuff as well, right? It's all intermingled. It's a bit of a, a mess. But So they're starting with the indictments to get people used to the idea that, okay, these so-called powerful people are not so powerful and they're not so squeaky clean as they make them out to be. Uh, Obama's name's been dragged into that. This is mainstream media I'm quoting here. This is not some, you know, silly blog thing. Mm. This is mainstream media. Um, where Obama's name is now being dragged in because they know that he covered up certain things with the Pfizer reports. Uh, people don't know what that is. The Pfizer report is if the FBI want to spy on a, a resident of the United States, they're not allowed to unless they get one of these special Pfizer court applications and the judges sign it off. So that's how they get to spy on, on residents. In Australia, that we don't have that, so they can just spy on you willy-nilly, and they do. But anyway, America's got a constitution. But they um, basically used a fake dossier by that uh, Steele guy, which was all nonsense, and they used that to, um, to get a Pfizer uh, sign-off to spy on Trump's team. That's basically what happened. So it was quite illegal what they did. But now we know that Obama knew about it because he signed it off. Brennan was this supervisor. He's the one that ran it. And all these other people around him, and including some of the judges, are all in on it. So all that's about to come out. So it's a lot easier for people to stomach that you've got some corrupt officials 
you know, or judges, that, that they can deal with. But saying that they're, you know, devil-worshipping pedophiles, that's a little bit trickier. Um, so, that's, yeah, that's basically where all that's at at the moment. <laughs> Any <Well>. questions? <laughs> Uh, Ethan, yeah. do you want to um, chime in before Andy, before I let you go? Ethan, do you have anything to uh, comment on any of that? No, General, I'm just uh, enjoying uh, the information. I've got some good points here. Cool. It's just great to, great to absorb the information. All right, awesome. Andy, I'll go after you, mate. You go. Um, Danny, I was sort of, uh, you know, I'm interested in all of these um, fatalities. Like um, <laughs> me and um, General were talking about and it's been a confusing topic, all of these mass graves and, and, and that sort of thing there. And, of course, the mainstream media were just uh, were pointing out that this is all COVID-19, you know, deaths and that sort of thing there. Um, our conversation was more pointed towards, like, obviously casualties of war that's going on. Like, um, is that right? Is that that's what you said? Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Well, that island that you refer to just in New York or New Jersey, wherever it is, um, and they were showing that. Yeah, yeah. And I was showing those mass graves. They're not COVID-19. They're the MS-13 operatives. So the people that the Marines are fighting are basically MS-13. And people have probably heard of them. They're like a really violent gang from South America or Central America. They're the most ruthless thugs. And they were specifically trained by the CIA at the... Uh, What's it called? The School of Americas. So Fort Benning in Georgia, in America, mm-hmm. is the School of America, of the Americas. It's a Spanish-only speaking army school where they train. It was originally designed to train the Contras, you know, to go after Fidel Castro. That's yeah. really where yeah. it came from. But now they, the CIA used that as their own little training proofing ground, and they traded up, trained up al-Qaeda people there and ISIS people there and anyone that they use as thugs in their little wars and, and things that they do, that's where they train them from. So that's who the Marines are going up against. So they're not going up against the, you know, third world thugs sort of thing. They're going up against highly trained militia with the latest weapons and the latest tactics, right? So this is not some simple walk in the park. This is why the Marines had to train for six months to, to deal with it. So all of the um, – so even though, yeah, the, the Marines lost, I think, 1,200, just over 1,200, they've taken out nearly 10,000 of these MS-13 thugs and they had to put them somewhere and that's where they put them, in those mass graves, basically. That's oh. what that's all about. Um, oh, and, man, can you, can you just briefly, like, just describe for our, you know, listeners, like, the size of these tunnels because that that was like blew me away like you know like that yeah. they were the, the size of like you know the the, the tunnels our traffic tunnels that we see yes. under the brisbane river and they, things like yeah. that yeah. they literally vary right well because first of all some of the tunnels yeah are literally big giant tunnels because they have these uh they're like maglev trains right that can travel nearly mach 2 and that's twice the speed of sound right that's what jet you know fighter jet aircraft travel at that speed so these things underground they've got this these maglev train systems that um carry these bosses you know from one location across the country to the other so some of them are big like that and they're the ones that they're blowing up and you would have heard of all these lately all these explosions and mini earthquakes all over the yes, place yes i did I've, various reports yeah. from 
all over, like states all over America at the moment, and some yeah. of them you know, almost uh, close by, but various people, like random people, you know, I've been seeing tweets, I've been seeing posts on mm-hmm. Facebook and certain groups, yeah, all saying, yeah, oh, there was a big explosion, like, you know, and it shook the whole town, and, you know, um, me, the media said it was a small earthquake, and but you know, yeah. they're like, no, it definitely wasn't an earthquake, it was, we heard the boom, and, you know, all this sort of stuff, I've been seeing those reports, I have, yeah, so that's, that's something I definitely did see from, like, I'm talking dozens yeah. of reports from, from all over, yeah. Yeah, well, that's the army or marines, sorry, blowing up these tunnels and blowing up these uh, areas. The so some, anyway, I was going to say, but some of them, yeah, the network. So, so some of them are really big like that. Others are tiny little pokey holes, you know, where you can just fit one person through single file. So they vary the size. They just vary. They're all different sizes and stuff. So, and some are really well established and others are just dirt, you know, dirt floors and stuff. Mm. A lot of them are booby trapped, they're finding. That's another problem. Now, can I just uh, interject? So, what have you been told about? Like, I haven't really. I'm assuming it's for for uh, for uh, discrete transport um, is what I'm assuming. But uh, have you been told about why these tunnels? Uh, you know, are these what like what are they being used for specifically? Is it used for housing or, or imprisonment, or is it used for, are these just open, long, you know, oh. intertwining tunnels for to get from place to place, or, you know... Yeah. All just... of the above. Right. <laughs> All okay. of the above. So you've got the ones that just for, are for transport, that just, you know, like a railway line under underground sort of thing, right? Um, like a tube tunnel. Yeah. Um, so they've got them ones. Yeah, then they've got the ones that branch off from them that house, like, cages, literal cages, and some are, like, cells, you know prison cells, that sort of thing, that go into vast areas, like hospital size areas, right, where they can house a 1,000 people at a time or children. Um, so you've got them ones. Then you've got other ones that are used just for drugs. Some of them are both used for drugs and trafficking. You know, like I said, it's really varied, and they've got all different ones. Um, the ones that are, like I said before, real pokey and small, Typically, they're for marijuana. I don't know why, but they put those packs on their back and they, they're just wide enough to fit one of those marijuana packs on their back through the tunnel, and they that's what them ones are for. But all the other ones are for cocaine and, and stuff, heroin. A lot of heroin's coming in from Afghanistan via Mexico. Um, yeah, so they use them for everything. But they've definitely got almost underground cities, not not really a city, like a hospital size, right, um, that are – cells and cages and living quarters for the thugs, you know, for the overseers. Danny, is these these tunnels, they extend internationally as well? Like, does the US connect, like, to the UK, for instance, or, no. you know, to Asian countries through these things? Not, not that I'm aware of, no. This was all under America. I know Australia's got dumps. Um, dumps, in case you don't know, is deep, deep underground, underground military, military bases. bases yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I know for a fact, um, because I've seen them with my own eyes, when I was in the military, I went to Pine Gap and, you know, we went down like 28 floors or something. It was like, what? (laughs) Mm. You know, so this, yeah. Um, Australia has them. I don't think they're connected internationally, but but I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah, no. And, Danny, um, like, to do, you know, with these these um, children and everything there, we're, our conversation on affair was in regards to, you know, these um, 
children basically having children and breeding programs and and the most vile sort of like anti-human kind of behavior that's going on with with mm. these criminals um you know can you elaborate a little bit more into some of the you know some of the well, yeah of this stuff? the children are harvested for two purposes um often they're intertwined one is for you know the sexual perversion of it and the other thing is to extract adrenochrome and i did actually a live stream that i put on my facebook as well because i was instructed i was told by this mob to, to start educating people about adrenochrome and as i said in that live stream a couple of weeks back i, I can see adrenochrome that word's going to become as commonplace as paracetamol right or heroin it'll become common in the vernacular and what adrenochrome is it's created through trauma it's it's extracted from the pineal gland which is in the center of your brain and it's like adrenaline but it's cortisol um cauterized adrenaline and what that just means is it's souped up right it's it's made tenfold more potent basically yes more potent exactly right so to get that adrenochrome oh and then they mix sorry um fetal um stem cells in with it that's the final product which is adrenochrome but the first part uh the the adrenaline part to get it to oxidize you have to traumatize and i mean absolutely traumatize whoever you're going to extract it from and see children are easy to traumatize and also they see them as more pure like they're not tainted so they like to use kids um and then as i said then they the final product is then mixed with um fetal stem cells and that's what gives so the people that take it are all these celebrities and famous people um you and what does it do what, what is it what, are, yeah, what it kind of benefit longevity. does it give well longevity. it gives you longevity it makes you look younger right so it's a, a fountain of youth but it also gives you a biggest hide you've ever had and by all accounts from you know i've asked my guys over in, in the states what you know have you heard any reports and they say yeah we all hear the same thing they said it's a mixture of heroin and cocaine together so with heroin, if you take heroin, that gives you euphoria, but you sort of flake out, you know, you go to sleep for 12 hours. But with cocaine, it gives you energy and you feel pumped, you know, and you stay awake for 48 hours. So what this does, it gives you the euphoria of, of heroin, but it keeps you buzzed, you know, for days on end sort of thing. It keeps you on a high. Now, the thing with adrenochrome before Trump got in used to be about 20,000, give or take, dollars us for a little 10 mil vial of it right now angelina jolie used to wear one around her neck when she was going out with billy bob thornton they used to say they had each other's blood in there but it wasn't it was adrenochrome so back then it was you know twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars the vial it's currently now at around 22 million dollars because trump his team went and shut down all the adrenochrome factories. And so you're talking about uh, Hillary Clinton. So everyone knows about Jeffrey Epstein had his island, but what a lot of people don't know is he had this ranch on the border of New Mexico, America. wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, right? Mm. Yeah. And it was like uh, one of these ranches where you dress up as cowboys and pretend you're in Westworld, you know, something like that. And the thing is, so the whole Clinton family, Bill, Chelsea and... Um, Hillary would go there three times a year for inverted commas holidays. But what we now know, it was 
a massive, the last big adrenochrome factory in North America, and they shut all that down. That's all shut down now. So the problem is you've got all these celebrities now going into detox because like any drug, you go into withdrawals because they can't afford, you know, it's only now available, $20 million. Your average, you know, celebrity can't afford that. So it's only now open to the, tr- the billionaires and trillionaires. So uh, they're all going into withdrawals. And so I put some pictures again on my Facebook. You look at Celine Dion and um, what's his name, Johnny Depp and all that. I mean, that Abrima, uh, Marina Abramovich, you know, I've spoken a lot about her. Mm. She's 73 years old and she looks like a 40-year-old woman. I mean, come on. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. You can't put that down to genetics, right? Um, but, you, you know... What's his name? David Rockefeller. He openly admitted, you can look this up, where he had interviews. He had six heart transplants from 18-year-olds before he finally died. Yeah. And he he joked about the last one. He said, oh, I feel like a 20-year-old every time I do this, you know? They're just, they're they're grotesque, horrible people. They really are. And that's who who people bow down to. You know, that's their celebrity worship and everything. That's who they're worshipping. It's incredible. Yeah. Danny, it's just amazing how, you know, like since this COVID thing that's like, you know, been thrust onto the Western world, including Australia, how all of these, all of these dark subjects are all coming out at the same time, you know, like, um, I don't even know where to begin, but how do we link? Why is this happening? Why, why with this COVID-19 hoax? Um, uh, suddenly all of these satanic su- you know, like, like situations suddenly coming up and out. And why are we seeing so much satanic stuff, um, devil-worshipping stuff and, and all of this information coming out about adrenochrome and stuff at the same time with this COVID thing? Like, um, can you just, can you link those, can you join those dots yeah, for me? sure. Well, Back in 2017, I did a presentation at the Paradigm Shift Conference on the Gold Coast. Um, highly recommend that, by the way. I don't get paid for it, but I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, it's a fantastic, um, it's a really good venue to, to go to, and, and Anthony, yeah. the guy that runs it, confirmed that they're doing one this year, 2020, at the yeah, end of the yeah. year. Uh, but anyway, it was at one of those conferences, and that video is actually on their, uh, on their YouTube they said then that we can expect all this to happen. And what I was I said then is that consciousness is shifting, right? So there's a thing called Schumann's resonance. I don't know if you're, you're familiar with that. Yep. Schumann's resonance is the vibration of the Earth. It's between the Earth's crust and the ionosphere, there's, there's a cavity, and that cavity has a frequency. And that frequency for forever was set at 7.83 hertz. And it was so constant that all the militaries around the world, America, Australia, everyone, used their ship and submarine radios. They tuned it into that 7.83 hertz because it was just constant. And then in about 1984, 1985, all their radios stopped working. And they were going, what the hell is going on? And what had happened was the Schumann's resonance had changed. So it had stayed constant at 7.83 hertz for thousands of years. And then suddenly... Without warning, it changed frequencies. It went up slightly. Now, what's happened since that point is the Schumann's frequency or Schumann's resonance, 
Yeah, Nick, myself included, I thought it was just going to move up and up and up by the Fibonacci sequence, but it didn't. What's happened was uh, it's split. So it's still got the base frequency of 7.83 hertz. And that's where your average you know, normie, you know, the average person that lives in fear that walks around with a face mask on, those people, right, they're the ones still stuck in that reality of 7.83 hertz where the people that are slightly out of that are in a different frequency, and there's basically four frequencies now. So there's a site where you can get the images of the Schumann's resonance, which I get. I made a few videos about it, but I spoke about this in 2017, and everything I said then is actually happening now. And the one thing I said was that everything that was in the shadows will be forced into the light because this must happen at this point in history, right? We're coming to the pointy end, if you like, where... The universe is always trying to correct itself. It's always trying to bring itself back into balance. And so the pendulum went too far to the dark side, just too far. So now it's swinging back, back into the positive side. So everyone knew about 2012 and, you know, a lot of these idiots were saying it's the end of the world and all that. I wasn't. <laughs> Again, look at my videos and I made one in November of 2011 leading up to 2012 and I was saying in that video, I said, this is not the end of the world. It's the opposite. This is the beginning of the new world. This is when, you know, dark to light is going to happen. This is when everyone's going to open up and consciousness is going to shift. And, and that's exactly what's happened because you're absolutely right. Like one year ago, if I spoke about adrenochrome, people would look at me weird and just, you know, eyes would glaze over. Now, that video I did had oh, something like 15,000 shares so far, Right. People are waking up. I couldn't believe it myself. So, yeah, that's why it's happening. And when you look at the Schumann's resonance, I was uh, doing a talk last night about that. Um, those higher frequencies are now starting to solidify. In the, the last six months, they were um, like you know dots, little dots on on the screen or jagged little lines. So they weren't joining up yet. That's because they're still forming. Now they're starting to form into into lines. And so when they eventually all form straight lines, that's the indicator of this process I call ascension. And ascension is just a shift in consciousness. A, a lot of new age people try to jump on this and turn it into something like the rapture or something ridiculous, you know. You have to understand that dimensions are not a place that you're going to go to. Dimensions are, are, are a shift in consciousness is what they are, Right. So you, you begin to see the world differently and interact with the world differently. And we're already seeing it now. So what I said again in 2017 was that we're going to get to a point where the, the world will be divided into two different realities, meaning that you could show the same uh, interview, like TV interview or speech to one group. They're going to interpret it in one way and the other group are going to see a completely different message, if you understand what I mean. And this is exactly what's happening with Trump. Every time Trump does a a speech or talks about COVID-19, you've got the, the mainstream media saying that he's the worst man in the world and then you've got the other people going, oh, well, I didn't see anything bad with that. You know, all he said was, you know, try this, try that. You know what I mean? So there's two distinct realities going on now. But eventually... I, I, definitely, I definitely understand yeah. what you're saying. You see that a lot, you know, like with, you know, current politics around climate change and stuff, you know, yeah. like it, it's, it's, you know, like people... 
people, kids are like screaming and, you know, like and carrying on in the street and people are so passionate about such a, like such fake reality. And then, yeah. and then, you know, like, like, you know, like our group, but you're just looking at them going, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, you yeah. can't believe what they're, what's even coming out of their mouth. No, that's, that's right. And that's what I'm saying. So they're the people stuck in the old 7.83 hertz reality. That's where they live. And, and, yeah, that's a fear consciousness is what it is. They're t- completely consumed by the fear, and the media fan that fear, you know. They've got that old saying, if it bleeds, it leaves, and they really – that's how they make their money. People say to me, oh, you know, the media are evil. And I said, no, they're just greedy, actually, because they know if they push the fear, they sell more advertising. To them, it's, it's more about money. You know, it's more about greed more so than, you know – trying to brainwash people, I think. I mean, they do do brainwashing, but I'm just saying, I think they do the fear stuff more so because of greed than anything, you know? Yeah, well, it's just typical corporate behaviour where there's no there's yeah. no actual human running it. That, that's the no, way. No, that's I right. Um, you know, like when you talk about hurts and stuff, I'm just writing notes as we go along. You know, yeah. like uh, myself and, and Lee and Ethan, we often talk about, you know, TV people and people who are just constant, especially during this time, constantly addicted to watching this thing. You know, yeah. can you like maybe explain is that I, I get the feeling that there's something coming through the TV that's subliminal or maybe at a, at a certain frequency like 7.83 that is yep. seriously, seriously damaging people at the moment because, man, uh, just, if people are getting a strong diet of TV at the moment, they're, they're, yep. they're just they're not making any sense whatsoever. Yeah, sure. Well, in the old days when I was a boy, we had analogue TV. So in that they had what we call flicker rate. So the flicker, you know, because the TV flickers at a really high rate, and that would put people into a hypnotic state. It's the same, you know, again, I talk about this on my videos. I talk about brain frequencies. So it would put you into a hypnotic state that you, you could accept their subliminal messages, you know, and advertising and stuff. And the whole reason why they changed to these LED TVs and stuff, it wasn't because they want to give you new technology. It doesn't work like that. It's because they found an easier way to deliver subliminal messages and that is through blue light like through the light of led tvs but it's not just the tvs it's all your screens you know your your ipods and your iphones and your all that stuff uses blue light led and blue light led can carry data that's what's important about it so a flicker rate you have to be sitting directly in front of it right to actually um be hypnotized by it but with the LED stuff, you can just be in the vicinity of the room and, and, and the light is going into your eyes peripherally um, and the radiation from it's going into your brain and everything. Yeah. So it's just a more efficient way of delivering their subliminal messages. It also and, fucks yeah, with your yeah. circadian rhythm as well, doesn't it? You know, it um, ruins Absolutely. your sleep patterns and... Yeah, I've no, yep. I know they even sell, and they've, I've seen people in even mainstream articles talking about how you can you buy those. Uh, they're called blue blocker, so they'll you know blue blocker glasses, yep. so you can watch TV at night time, and it takes away the blue from the light. Um, yep. That way, it won't fuck with your sleep patterns and stuff. I know a lot of um, yep. uh, shift workers and people who work, you know, ambulance drivers or whatnot, people who work during the middle of the night or whatever, and they their sleep patterns are already already messed up as it is. But they, I've, I know a few of them who own blue blocker glasses to help with their sleep patterns <laughs> so they do work yeah. it is a thing yeah for sure 
Oh, no, definitely they work. They definitely do work, yeah. I mean, the lights I have in my house are all full-spectrum, what they call full-spectrum lighting. I won't use those LED things at all. Um, so you can get full-spectrum lighting, uh, which is like the sun. It's just the same. It's got the same light as the sun does. Like know? using an incandescent bulb sort of thing? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, and they're voodoo. See, they're voodoo in, in the green movement. That's why they got rid of them, didn't they? You know, they wanted to put everyone yeah, on LED so they can on. control you and program yeah. you through the lighting, yeah. That's right, exactly. Well, that's all got to do with the 5G. Once, See, their big wet dream is to bring in this 5G thing. And see, 5G works through uh, it's a system called GWEN, which stands for something, um, ground. it's a ground radar system, military grade. But basically what they can then do is all the wiring in your house, so not just the lights, every bit of wiring in your house, they can access it via their 5G stuff. And so... You know, we're getting into a really deep, dark area here. This has got to do with oh, project. Loving it. It's yeah. good, well, it's um, referred to, I think, as data over power, isn't it? That refers to that sort of yeah. stuff. So they can actually, yeah. It's, right. I mean, um, well, they can put voices through it, basically. They can put voices through it. So you're going to hear a booming voice through your house and you're going to think it's God or Buddha or Allah or something, <laughs> you know. That's basically where that, that part of it's going. But it's more for a control grid, you know. Well, they'll say, stay in your home, do not leave your home. Things like that, you know. Um, big, yeah. bro- big brother is watching. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, Danny, we see like you know our conversations, you know, our alternative conversations. We see like a great split of humanity, you know, like part of part of um, you know humanity wanting to stay in the 7.83 hertz and and the others that are struggling to get out of it and to get away from it and find this you know this new reality if you like i mean i'm seeing this great split between people ordinary people that, that you meet at the shops and stuff and you can sense it you can just feel the vibe coming from people that are just like consumed with fear and they're you yeah. know, face masks, all this crap. You know, it, it's. It, would you concur with that? That 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 humanity at the moment is in this great split. That, that, oh, that yeah, well, that's what yeah. I was saying before. And you know how you can tell is, like I said, um, you look up the Schumann's resonance, look yeah. up uh, and find them online. Uh, there's a lot of sites now that are putting it up because it's becoming very, very relevant. But yeah, that is all explained by Schumann's resonance. That yeah. people are just operating in different frequencies. That's what it is. There's a deeper reason behind that. It's the thing I call soul ages, but I'm not sure if you want to go down that rabbit hole at the moment. But if people want to know about that stuff, go to my YouTube. It's all there. It's all free, you know. Um, one, thing I, one, one thing I just I do know is that like we, we need that as human beings. I know we need that human resonance, don't we? We need that Earth's frequency. We need to be attached to it. Of course. Um, yeah, because you evolved in that frequency, that's so it's right. part of you. It is, yeah. yeah. It's it's part of our vibration, basically. That um, as as beings on this planet, um, and I know I remember seeing, and you, I'm sure you would have seen the film, and I'm sure Andy has as well. I'm not sure if Ethan has, but uh, I think it's called um, Resonance Beings of Frequency. It's a really good documentary. Um, no, I haven't heard of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should look that one up. It is, it is awesome. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And they actually talk about that's why I, I first found out about the Schumann resonance and the Schumann frequency and stuff 
And there was, they even talk about how there was a study done. I can't remember the name of the university or even where it was. I have a feeling it was in Europe somewhere. And what they did was they, they dug like this underground containment facility and they reinforced it with mesh and all sorts of stuff to the, so they could block the Schumann frequency. They tested it. It was blocked. And they even and they asked for participants to, to partake in the study. It was done by a university. And it yeah. was to find out the effects on humans if they had removed them completely from the Schumann resonance. So they had these students yeah. who were in the university partake in the study. They all volunteered. And they lived in underground in this you know in this sort of you know there's like a couple of them in there and they lived underground in this sort of purpose-built facility um to see what the effects were without them feeling any of the human resonance whatsoever and after i think it was i can't remember the time frame so i'm i'm just you know I, i'm spitballing here but i think it was after yeah. about a couple of days or something they all started to go a bit batshit crazy they were becoming violent and hostile towards each other and this you know it wasn't just because of things that were annoying them or they were locked in the same space together they were all they had their own spaces and things to, to be with you know so um they had to sort of i guess cancel the study because they, they were getting violent towards each other because they were missing out on the human resonance this frequency that we all need yeah um it's really amazing yeah i should def, def i'll put a link in the show notes for people to actually look at that um yeah that uh that documentary film i'm fairly certain it's called resonance beings of frequency but they talk about things like cell towers and the gwen systems targeted individuals i'm pretty sure is in there as well uh really yeah. good really good doco yes yeah, so I'll, I'll look that one up now too but um sorry yeah, go on in i just want to interject with that one no that's great yeah. um because that ties in too with other info i found out ages ago that's the reason why they haven't been to mars or the moon and all that sort of stuff and you know to live they could have set up moon bases, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But the problem is because there's no human resonance there, humans can't last very long. And for that very reason, they start to go insane, like violence and insane. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I have amazing. my own thoughts on that, but I won't share them right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't believe in the whole, um, there's a, you know, we went to the moon and all that sort of stuff, you know, space travel. Oh, no, I don't either. Yeah. No, I, I totally, no, I totally debunked the moon thing. They didn't go to the moon in oh, the 60s. Sure. They, had, they had been to the moon, but not publicly, and it wasn't until much later. Um, but, yeah, that, that whole moon thing is, is a hoax. Yeah, you got to think called the Van Allen belt, right? You've got to get through the Van Allen belt, and they still haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah. Look, I've just posted that in the in the comment section for our, our um, Skype chat here. There's a link to that documentary, so you can watch it online yeah. on, uh, on YouTube. So get into that one, boys. But, yeah, I'll post that in the show notes as well. Um, look, one um, thing I wanted to, then, to, to bring sorry. up, uh, Andy. Um, sorry, if you want to have one more question for Andy. Before, um, sorry, one more question um, for our guest, oh, Andy. Uh, uh, Danny, I just a conversation like off air like the other day too. I was asking you, and it was an interesting conversation about Trump, and it confuses a lot of people because Donald Trump, like um, in the beginning, was you know people thought that he would be you know a, a new light for American politics, you know, and then a lot of people have been quite disappointed. Um, with some of the things that have gone on, some of the uh, political appointments that he's put, like, you know, under his under himself in his presidency, um, you know, a lot of, like, Jewish cabal people and a lot of, lot of, lot of creepy people that have been appointed to there. And you, you quite eloquently put it to me, you know, that, that 
it is a process to, you know, overcome a lot of this sort of stuff. And Trump is a master chess player, et cetera, et cetera. Could you kind of just elaborate a little bit more with, with Trump? You know, like, is he a good guy? You know, like, can we just like... <laughs> That's a tough one, <laughs> I'm not sold on it personally, but I'd like to hear your thoughts, Danny. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I've said I've supported Trump before he even became president because I knew the background story to it, right? Trump is a good guy. But he's got a lot of bad people around him and he's got a lot of disinformation around him. He's got a lot of people shutting him down. So in the early days when he was appointing all these losers, um, he had a guy called General Kelly that was his chief of staff. And General Kelly uh, was stopping any news, like alternative news from anywhere that came into the White House that Trump was interested in. He would stop that from reaching Trump's office. That's why General Kelly is no longer in the White House. Uh, the other one that he made a complete balls up with, really, I guess, was uh, Jeff Sessions. Yes. And so what happened was Jeff Sessions, Trump actually thought he was a great guy. Uh, it wasn't like Sessions stabbed him. It was more that they got to Sessions immediately because they've got all this stuff on him from his past, right, KKK stuff, all that sort of thing. So they basically said, well, we're going to, you know, this is the deep state. The deep state basically said to him, well, we're just going to dump all this out on the out there in the public, and you can deal with it. Otherwise, you've got to, you know, block Trump or, or stop Trump. And so this is why he recused himself from the uh, the RussiaGate thing, you know. So that that pissed Trump off to no end, and that's why eventually he fired him. Now, some of the other appointments he's made, like Christopher Ray, FBI, um, that guy is bad, bad, bad. And everyone was thinking, why on earth would you hire him? Because Trump basically gives these people enough rope to hang himself. And you're going to see that with Fauci. You know, this Fauci guy? Oh, yeah. Again, yeah, yeah, if you go back to my Facebook post, you'll see months ago I was saying, Fauci is a snake, Fauci is a snake, Fauci is a snake. I kept saying it. And people didn't know what I was going on about because they just saw this, you know, this nice old man on the TV you know, giving advice to people. But, you know, it's all come out now. Yeah. And that's why Trump appointed him because he was a lovey of the left. The left loved him. And so when Trump appointed him, they couldn't complain. They couldn't bitch and whinge and go, Ooh, right? So they all went along, yeah, Fauci's awesome. But as soon as this thing goes south, guess who's going to get, you know, he's going to be the patsy? It'll be Fauci. So, and that's exactly what's happened. So, uh, what's his name? Trump got Barr to do an investigation. It was like Barr's the head of the DOJ, Department of Justice, um, to do an investigation into this Wuhan lab. And the first thing they found out was that Fauci authorised the payment of $3.4 million to them. And he took one point five on top of that for himself, right? So they've now got Fauci cold on that. Mm. So that's why you haven't seen Fauci at the uh, the briefings for the last week. And, you know, all these stupid conspiracy theories all over the internet saying, oh, he's locked up in Gitmo and you know, it's, it's nonsense. He's not locked up in Gitmo. He's not been arrested yet, but he's basically been put on house arrest, I guess you'd call it, as in just told, stay at home, have this nice ankle bracelet and, and you know, and don't open your mouth basically until they can get everything sorted out. And just so people know, right, so all these stupid conspiracy theories are saying Fauci will go to Gitmo. Gitmo is for political prisoners. It is not for bureaucrats. Fauci is essentially a bureaucrat. He's like me or you. We don't go to Gitmo, right? We go to federal 
prison, uh, Fort Levermere or whatever it's called. That's where he'll go, Fort Levermere. Uh, he won't go to Gitmo. So if you see any reports saying there's a warrant out for his arrest and he's going to Gitmo or he's in Gitmo, it's crap. It's nonsense. Mm. Um, there's there's also another guy that's creeping around on the internet. He seems to be the flavour of the month. I'm not going to name names, but he's claiming he knows all this stuff about everything. And uh, twice now I've heard him say Hitler died in 1984, I think he said which would make Hitler like 120 years old if he died then. I know for a fact when Hitler died, it was like 1963. I can even give you the date. I've got it all in my in, book. In, in Brazil somewhere, I'm guessing? In Brazil, Argentina. Argentina, Argentina, Argentina right. Yeah. yeah. And also he had three children and it wasn't Angela Merkel. Everyone keeps saying Angela Merkel's Hitler's <laughs> daughter. She's not Hitler's daughter. She, I know who her parents were. They're both part of the German Stasi, so they were commies, right? Absolutely they were, like hardcore commies in the Stasi, but mm. she's not Hitler's daughter. She's not. Hitler's, he had two daughters and a son. All of them to this day still live in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. And one of them, Ushi, her name is, who's the eldest one, she actually went to the consulate in Buenos Aires because she wanted to get a name changed and because her husband was beating the crap out of her and uh, and then when she showed her documents and everything, she was Ushi Hitler and that's how we know about this, right? I've got, literally got the um, the FBI reports that came out in I think 1949 to 1952 so the FBI we, they uh, took pictures and wrote reports of the submarine that brought him in to uh, Argentina, mm. that rescued him, you know, after World War Two, and then they got they kept tabs on him until about 1952, and then they just lost interest. It wasn't, a, you know, they just said, "Oh, what's the point?" You know, he's never going to stick his head up again. So they just lost interest and, and moved on to Russia, basically, you know. Mm. But a friend of mine in the United States went into the FBI thing and got a um, a FOIA, you know, a Freedom of um, information thing and got the actual documents, the actual FBI documents, which I reprinted in my book so people can see for themselves. The FBI admitted that they were observing Hitler, they watched him get off the, the submarine, they knew where he was living, they knew he had kids, a wife, and you know, Ava Braun was his wife. The person that died, no one died in Germany, right? Even the, the Russians took the bones and then they found out in the 90s when they did DNA sampling, it was a middle-aged woman's bones that were in that weapon pit. That's mainstream media. You can look that up, mm. right? Hitler did not commit suicide in World War II. He survived. He got out of Germany via Franco in Spain to the Canary Islands and across to um uh, Argentina in a U-boat, U-boat uh, 358, I think it was. And, yeah, that's the story of Hitler. But this clown that's going around on the internet who claims to be able to decode, in inverted coppers, all this stuff, he's saying a completely different story about Hitler. So what this guy on the internet is saying is all the nonsense that you read on the internet from all these conspiracy theory sites, they've got no basis of fact in them whatsoever. This guy is now just peddling all that stuff and sort of adding in a few other things about this um, child trafficking and stuff like that. But all I'm saying to people is just be very careful who you listen to and there is some good information out there, but there's a lot of lot of nonsense out there as well. Yeah. 
Big totally time. Agree. Big time. Um, Danny, we might just segue into something else just for the moment because um, I wanted to get your insights on it. And I'll, I'll just let Ethan go through it a little bit uh, for our listeners because um, I think you, you'll probably, this, this sort of stuff is probably right up your alley as well. So over at tottnews.com, Ethan's put up uh, an article for, for a member content uh, called Follow the Signs, Sync and Numerology. Um, I'm guessing that's, is that synchronicity, I'm guessing, uh, Ethan? Or synchromis- you've got synchromysticism there? I'm not sure if that's the same thing. I'll let you take the wheel on this one, mate. And Because uh, this is something I kind of wanted to get Danny's take on as well, if that's cool. Uh, but so I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Ethan, for this bit. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, General. So, new article published yesterday on tottnews.com for all the members out there. Um, Thank you to everyone who's tuning in and listening, as always, for your support. Uh, But this is a pretty comprehensive piece, sort of following on from what we've detailed in regards to the brave new world order system, this dehumanist push towards the, the transhuman. And trying just to link some of the um, greater themes that are relating to this ongoing push. So just reading out the intro here, um, it says, do you believe in fate or that the universe has some kind of influence on world events? Perhaps maybe that divine intervention is real. One thing is for sure, an undeniable array of unexplained coincidences can be found woven in the fabric of the human story. Synchromysticism and numerology serve as secret languages encoded inside the realm of reality that can be used to decipher meaning in ways not apparent to the naked mind. How can we use cryptic understandings of symbols to decode, map, and predict the path of world events? And what can we learn about the coronavirus by digging beneath the surface? So essentially in this article, it just goes through a whole range of topics relating to um, pretty much mystical experience, this concept of synchro-mysticism, taking coincidence and synchronicity and, and you know, incorporating other elements of mass media, of popular culture. And I detail some of the psychological aspects behind it, this concept of Carl Jung, how he detailed the collective unconscious you know, the principles of numerologic studies, you know, predictive programming, chaos magic, all of these type of concepts are detailed in the piece. And essentially, it's just drawing on this basic premise that, you know, a lot of things in society are an abstraction of the collective unconscious and the forces that are instigating this continuous plan through all of their learned societies and through all of their secret connections they understand this occult element to the world and so through predictive programming through mass media through hollywood they use this type of chaos magic to subconsciously program the masses for things that are coming so we detail all of those things you know back to the future 9 11 Armistice Day, the number plate on um, Franz Ferdinand's number plate, which signified the end of the war, even though he was assassinated in that car which started the war. (laughs) You know, all of these so-called coincidences that might have deeper meaning behind it. So that's available to all members of TOTTnews.com. And there is a 45-minute video in there where I detail, I use some of these techniques to get to the bottom of what's happening with COVID-19 at the moment, 
how this ties to the dehumanist agenda and what we can learn by syncing this to metaphors found in the book of Revelation and how they all tie together. So that's all available there. But, Danny, mate, I was very interested um, hearing your intro that you seem to be very well-versed with a lot of these topics, mate. So I just wanted to throw over to you, mate. You mentioned earlier, obviously, I I, I noticed that there was a little snippet there that you mentioned about, um, you know, movies like Taken, all of these types of things where, you know, you see themes that are manifesting in reality sort of subliminally programmed, even if people aren't aware of this on the screen. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that specifically, this this idea of predictive programming, how the collective unconscious can be influenced and, and world events can manifest through this type of symbolism. And, you know, I'm sure we can go from there and continue to expand. But just in regards to sort of film and Hollywood, mate, do you agree that there is this certain esoteric element to the programming that's going on, mate? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yep. So basically, yeah, all media, whether it's the internet, um, as in controlled internet, TV, movies, advertising, there's no such thing as coincidences, right? Everything you see has been planned and created in a boardroom first, then you see the final product of it. And it's all designed to either brainwash, to get you to spend money on worthless things that you don't need, or to now the push has been to normalise things like pedophilia and um, transgenderism and, you know, all that sort of stuff, stuff that debases the family. This is what they want. It's a communist-driven agenda, um, and, and part of the communist ideology is no family. It's no religion, no family. They want individuals operating independently because it's much easier to control independent people I mean, one of the stories I often tell is, you know, uh, you would have all heard of the movie Highlander. So people are familiar with Highlanders in Scotland. Well, the British government in the day, 15th century, fought the Highlanders for nearly 300 years and couldn't beat them. And eventually they worked out why is because they had this vast network of family, extended families. So if a guy got injured on the battlefield, he only had to walk half a mile and next thing... You know, it was a cousin of a cousin was there and and he got looked after and fed and hid. So once they understood that, they were able to infiltrate it and crack it. So ever since then, the powers that be have realised the family unit is the hardest thing to crack. So they they do everything they can in their movies and their advertising, the TV shows, to undermine the family unit, to undermine the family value. So... I mean, I'm now, you know, in my early 50s, and when I grew up, there was maybe two kids I knew that had divorced parents here in Australia. Now it's the opposite. Now 98% of the parents are divorced and only 2% are married. That's just one example that you can look at, um, you know, how they're, they're doing this, what I call social engineering, that's part of the social engineering. The other part is greed and, and, you know, shut up and shop, shut up and shop and that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, but I absolutely uh, agree with everything you're saying. But, and your article sounds fascinating, by the way. I, I'd be interested to see that. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. yeah, that's basically what I think about all that. But there's no yeah. coincidences. Everything's controlled. Yeah, absolutely, mate. No, you, you've 
touched on some good points there, you know, especially, and this is something that, you know, I've always been aware of, this this type of programming through mass media, through all types of media that we see, whether it's online and whatnot. But just to understand, you know, some of the extent that it goes to, you know, and linking what some of these early uh, psychoanalysts discovered about the brain, you know, so we're talking about people like Sigmund Freud and then his nephew, Edward Bernays, you know, the father of propaganda. propaganda. Absolutely. So you can see the links that are going um, through the motions, you know, this subtle form of of psychological conditioning, which, as you mentioned, is part of this grander social engineering narrative, which for me, um, I feel like I'm interested to get your takes on this, mate. I've been covering for the last few months this idea of this idea of the spirit. And you mentioned it you know, before talking about, you know, this essence of the family and and, and some of these concepts that are really hard for them to break. So they have to obviously enforce a lot more of the programming into these areas. But this idea of the spirit, one of the biggest things in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World that kept the populace in control was a lack of spirituality, a lack of connection to to anything. Um, And I've been covering this on on the website um, as, a, as a key part of the dehumanist agenda because you can see that, you know, through a disconnection to the spirit, whatever it is, whether it's people that believe that there's an infinite consciousness, people that believe there's God, whatever it is, Nietzsche argued when he said that God is dead, that without a framework to replace that connection to something that's that's bigger than ourselves, we're going to be led into a an era of, of nihilism and we're going to be led into an era where we've seen these parasites who believe now they are the gods taking over society and, and enforcing what they believe is the image of man onto all of us. So I just want to get your take, mate, on, on this concept of the spirit and, and how important having a connection to not even if it's just something bigger than yourself, but just a purpose for your existence, how key that is and, and and why they're exactly trying to attack that specifically. What are your takes on that, Danny? Okay. Well, again, that's part of the uh, communist agenda, agenda because communists don't want religion. They don't want to have individual spirituality because they want you to worship the state. That's what it's all about because that gives them ultimate control. And the other thing is if you have a belief or a faith in spirit or afterlife, uh, that gives you hope. And the last thing they want is for you to have hope because people with hope can do extraordinary things like rise up and defeat them. So they don't want you to have hope either. So that's why they divorce you from any spirituality. Um, But I was going to say also that I I fully believe uh, that we've all got a soul consciousness that survives death and part of the reason why we came to earth to begin with was to divorce ourselves from source call it what you want god source you know the spaghetti monster whatever you want but there's something there that's larger than ourself and we came here in this strange world to divorce ourselves from that to see if we could find our way back right mm. and this is this is the process that we're going through on earth so those of us now that are not wearing the face mask people, right, we're those people, we've sort of found our way back. 
we realise that there's something bigger than us. We, we don't have tangible proof of that, but there's a knowing inside of you. And I often say to people, they say to me, um, I had this vision of this or vision of that. And I say, they're not visions, they're memories. They're memories of previous lives that you've had or pre- previous existences you've had where those events unfolded and now you're starting to remember them but it puts it into a context that you can relate to, right? That's why you might see yourself in a situation. But but really what you're doing is reliving or remembering um, an event that's happened before. So those of us that are in that group will never be caged, will never be controlled, right? We'll always rebel, we'll always push back, always, because we know that there's something bigger than any stupid political system or ideology on earth, right? So, but yeah, anyway, that's basically what I, what yeah. how I feel about it. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic point there, mate. And, and I really like what you mentioned there about this whole concept of us being put here and having to try and find our way back to this this wholeness, this concept. I'm a, I'm a really big um, fan of that concept because when you when you talk about like what's going on, this this apocalypse which is happening, which apocalypse we all know etymolog- etymologically speaking just means unveiling. We're watching the great yeah. unveiling happening and, you know, we can give it all these different terms, you know. It, it As I said, everything's an abstraction of the human story. So whether it's the Bible, whether it's common law, whether it's music, whether it's the human resonance, you know, going up and down, this is all, you know, they all bear the same marks of this this similar story this this great awakening in this journey and this is what i think is 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 the most important part of this and so when you look at how numerology especially because numerology you know there is no such thing as randomness within numerology you you look at the science of numbers and they tell you that you know there is no such thing as coincidence and when you examine the human brain and and what's happening through mass media you can just see that there there really is an attack going on against truth this the, the the gospel of truth this this persecution of truth that is happening and it really is this this journey, this this great journey of humanity to to go through this. And so I have always been interested in whether or not the powers that be understand that or not, and I feel like they do, and how we can incorporate that into our personal journeys. And Danny, you you mentioned that you've, you know, you've sort of gone into esoteric realms. What what are some tips or advice that you would give to some of our listeners out there in terms of things that they can do to reconnect with that spirit and, and invigorate their own soul in this world that we're going yeah. through, mate? Well, yes. Uh, just quickly, I just want to say too, with numerology, I'm a big fan of numerology. And if people don't realise, there's three things that transcend the universe, meaning you can go anywhere in the universe and everyone understands it. And that is mathematics, music, and the love vibration, like the Mm. love frequency. Those three things, you can go to any planet in the galaxy and everyone talks the same language, right? Mm. So just remember that. That's why I think, that's why I hold numerology particularly high because it's a universal language, right? It's not some man-made thing. It's it's universal. But uh, so getting back to, I was going to talk a bit before about the Schumann's resonance, right? When you know that you're in, in sync, I'm sure everyone has gone to the beach or sat against a tree in the forest and suddenly you feel calm and relaxed. 
that's when you're in sync with the Schumann's resonance, right? Mm. Because when you're in your home and in the city, you're completely surrounded by this electromagnetic soup and it's all washed out and it's all, you know, buzzing around you. You need to get out in nature. That's the first thing. The second thing is if you can't do this anyway, but meditate just 20 minutes a day. I've got basic meditations that you can listen to on my YouTube channel. Um, in my books as well, I, I have some. If you can meditate for 20 minutes a day, I can guarantee you, I'd put $20 on it right now, that in two weeks from now, you will feel different, you'll feel better, you're beginning to see things that you wouldn't normally see or hear things you wouldn't normally hear. You know, you'll be more open to the universe, basically, and what it has to offer. I mean, David Icke talks about this all the time where he says, you know, the human light spectrum is just this one little sliver mm. compared to, you know, the rest of what's out there. Um, that's what I'm talking about. So if you want to see what's out there, what the rest of it is, then learn to meditate just 20 minutes a day, every day. And if you do that, your whole world will change for the better, for the better. And is that, something, is that something that you can actually help people do, um, Danny? Is that something yeah. that uh, you offer? Yeah, well, as I said, I've done um, uh, videos of me doing guided meditations. Uh, my books talk about the breathing techniques that I like to use and then things like that. Um, I don't. I used to do meditation circles, you know, that years ago in the, in the um, sort of 1990s, um, I was doing weekly meditation circles, but I, I don't have time to do those sort of things anymore. But, you know, there's plenty of sources out there to do it. Um, it's not hard. And as I said, go. just about two weeks ago, I did a, uh, a meditation video for a – we did a mass global meditation, and it was fantastic. It really went viral. It was cool. So we wanted to get a million people meditating at the same time. We ended up getting something like, you know, 8 million people. It was incredible. Nice. Um, yeah, so that video is a good one to start on because it's really it's it's current with current stuff that's going on in the world right now. I do the breathing exercises, um, explain them, and and then take you through. And it's just a very short fifteen minute, you know, because I wanted to make it really basic so anyone could do it. So that's a good one to start with. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome because I just want to. I don't know if there's a stigma with it or something, but. I feel that there's a bit of a reluctance for... I personally have never actually meditated. Not consciously that I know of. Maybe I've done it on some other level. I don't know. But um, yeah. you know, I do sort of sit quietly and, and think deeply uh, a lot because of what I do and what I produce and stuff. So I, I kind of have to do that. But I don't know. Maybe that's a form of meditation I'm doing. I don't even realize. But yeah. I've never consciously felt like I said to myself, okay, I'm going to sit down for 20 minutes. I'm going to meditate. I've never really done that. And I feel that there's possibly a stigma with that with many of our listeners perhaps or even a lot of people out there in the world that you know maybe they think it's you know bunkum i don't know what it is but i mean yeah i definitely know there oh. definitely is this whole you know, control breathing you know doing focusing on breathing and all that sort of stuff and the things that you're talking about these videos very important i mean if someone wants to substantiate that with something just look for example on any sitcom tv show whatever you've seen where a woman is giving birth um, and even in your own partners and lives what do they get them to do? They get them to breathe and they focus on breathing and they have breathing techniques for people, for women giving birth and pregnancy and all that sort of stuff. There's a reason for that, you know what I mean? It's to help with um, 
obviously the delivery of birth and stuff, but con- to control pain and all that sort of thing. So there is a thing with it. Like it's not, this isn't weird and not sort of, you know, unsigned, unsubstantiated scientific thing. This is real. You know, breathing does help. Therefore, obviously if you, meditation can be of benefit to many people as well. So um, yeah, I encourage people to jump onto your Facebook page. I'll put a link in the show notes for that for people to, to hop onto and, and scroll through your feed. Uh, you know, check yeah. out what you're offering and see what you're, you know, you're all about, uh, and scroll through the things and the videos that you put up as well. So, I just wanted to just throw that in there quickly as well. Sure. Well, just remember, but even Jedi's meditate, and Jedi's <laughs> cool. <laughs> Mate, you should see the license yeah. plate on my car. Hey, Andy, I'm Jedi yeah. seventy, Jedi seventy nine. <laughs> wow, there you go. You should be meditating because I know Obi Wan meditates. So yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, boys, we might um, start to wrap up the show for this one, if that's all right. I'll, I'll just throw to um, Andy. Did you have anything final you wanted to to, to, to press Danny for, uh, for this one? You're on mute too, Andy, by the way. Sorry, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was forgetting. I was so I was so interested in what what Danny and what Ethan were saying. I'm, yeah, I'm saying awesome. I'll, I'll touch on that shortly. Like, yeah, like into it. But uh, look, honestly, I <laughs> the information that we covered so far, we could keep going with this podcast. I reckon for another three hours, man. We're probably going to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> we haven't even in like touched on extraterrestrials or like you know UFOs or you know anything like that. So. Um, and I'm not going to start that on, on closing, but um, but look, you know, thank you so much, Danny. It was so much, so much quality information coming from yourself and 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 you too, Ethan. It was um, it was a really great session, and you really, really opened up my eyes about these, you know, like tunnel battles and and everything that's going on in the US, which was really confusing the heck out of me, and I'm and I'm sure the boys as well. But uh, good on you, mate. And uh, and I really, really hope we can get you get you back on sometime in the future oh absolutely yeah we'll get you back on the show for sure mate yeah mm, yeah. yeah no problems um, i enjoy myself awesome <laughs> ethan um anything further for our guests for this episode mate or anything you wanted to contribute to the rest of the episode uh no just um to thank danny for coming on thank you i've got a, a list here of some great topics to go research um you know it's great to have a refreshing uh, different episode uh, this week seems like we've doing been doing COVID-19 for forever now so it's good to get off that and you know talk about some of the the bigger themes behind you know this madness that's going on mm. and you know what we can do to as Denny said in the end there just sort of regain that uh, perspective that we have on the world so I, I thank everyone for tuning in head to our websites as always um, plenty of information up there um, and I look forward to our next episode mate Awesome. Well, folks out there, please, uh, that article Ethan was referring to there, that is, um, like you said, free, it's free to all members. Is that correct, Ethan? Just quickly. Uh, yep. It so all, all members of the website get awesome. access to so, that one. So if you've got a spare $5, you don't even have to stay for a second month. You know, you can get access to that and, and a whole bunch of archives. Yeah. So please head over to tottnews.com. Um, you should, the, that article that Ethan was going through just briefly there, um, how many links do you reckon you put in this one, mate? To uh, you put? Yeah, I don't know. There's a fair few <laughs> in I'm there. Sc- I'm scrolling through, man. I'm like just seeing blue link, blue link, blue link, blue link. Like there's nearly every fucking paragraph. So um, <laughs> highly researched, yeah. Backs up everything he puts in there. And this thing is huge. It's This is one of those ones where you grab yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, sit down, relax, and, and read through this one. Um, so much to offer. He puts in uh, a ton of work for these sort of things too. Um, 
so you've got to like you said fuck if you only want to do it for a month throw him a fiver and get on board and, and check out some of the stuff he does there it's awesome um Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff there. Um, a few new ones have gone up over at realnewsaustralia.com as well, so I hope the listeners are heading over there and just having a look at what's going up. Um, we had a couple of contributor pieces put through, which we'll go over on the next episode uh, from one of our new contributing writers as well. Um, and there was a press release just up that went, we published as well with regards to the Anzac Day ceremonies, despite uh, the COVID-19 restrictions, which is great to see. Um, and I just wanted to say, folks, um, yeah, and it, Ethan's right. We, we've, I do feel like we've done COVID-19 stuff to death here. But I mean, the whole, uh, I guess the, the, the feeling I've had and the, the perception of what's going on right now, to me, it's like, you know, I've, I'm envisaging a, a vehicle that's barreling down the highway with no one at the steering wheel and it's just bouncing off the off the guardrails. That, that's what I feel with what's happening right now. And to, to sort of segue away from that and to talk about these sort of things on a different plane and a different level of what's really going on, it really makes me feel like we're just re- we're reaching up and we're putting a hand on that steering wheel and we're starting to guide it in the right direction. That's what that's the feeling I'm getting with this episode, boys. So it's really good to do that with, um, with you all tonight. Um, it is Sunday the 26th of April here in Brisbane, Australia, and uh, we do thank all our listeners and subscribers. Um, guys, I did mention at the very beginning of this episode that uh, we do have a Patreon account, and coming up further, probably not for this season, I'll, I'll probably start to introduce it in Season 3 of the podcast. Um, we're going to start doing a bit more content. Um, I'm going to start doing some Patreon-only uh, podcasts and things like that. We're going to perhaps uh, have some guests on just like Danny and, and others who are willing to come on and we'll do some, like I said, some specific Patreon only content. Uh, so for the folks out there who want to support what we're doing, we'll of course still keep doing the general knowledge podcast as a free content one, but there will be some extra stuff. So if you wanted to look at some bonus content, some all that, that's what's coming in the future. We've still got a f- plenty more episodes to do for this season. Uh, I think we roughly do about between 22 to 24 episodes for the season so uh this is only season uh sorry episode 13 for this one boys so we've still got a few more to go before we punch out uh season two for the year and then we'll switch it up and we'll do a few more exciting new things for the next one um so please jump on to realnewsaustralia.com, tottnews.com. Check out Danny Searle as well, guys. And we do thank everyone for joining us in for this episode. Danny, uh, any final thoughts or final words for this one, mate? We do thank you so much for coming on. No, that's all. Uh, if you want to check my books out, just type my name into Amazon. I've got three books on there, and then I've got about 120 videos on Path to Ascension. Fantastic stuff. Thanks again, Danny. We will get you back on for another show um, in, in sometime in the future as well. Hopefully before this season's out, we'll get you back on again as well. Awesome, boys. Yeah, sure. thanks, thanks again for this one, fellas. That's uh, episode 